Many people are trying to grow their audience online, but even when they do, they still don't know how to make money from it. My guest today doesn't have that problem. She grew her following on TikTok from zero to over 65,000 in just a few short months, and is now monetizing that audience to the tune of thousands of dollars every month through high-ticket affiliate marketing. Hello, Michelle, and welcome to Engage. Thank you, David. Thanks for having me. Absolutely my pleasure. Now, we'd connected on social media probably last November, I think it was, and originally we had decided that we were going to do an episode towards the end of last year. Now, for whatever reason, that didn't quite happen, but... In a way, I'm, I'm glad that it didn't because a lot has changed for you over the past couple of months or so. And would it be fair to say that the past couple of months have actually been something of a whirlwind for you? Yeah, it was um, sudden. Suddenly, all the hard work has paid off. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so we were going to record the episode in uh, at some point in December. But it was actually January of this year, which has been a real turning point for you. So, as I say, in a way, it's really good that we didn't actually get to do the episode last year, because now this is going to be a much better episode overall, and we're going to have a lot more uh, than we that we can talk about. Yeah. Now, originally, the episode was going to be all about how you'd grown your TikTok following from zero to 65,000 followers. Yeah. But now you've kicked that on to the next gear because not only do you have this following, which is 65,000 followers, but you're also able to monetize that following through high ticket affiliate marketing. Yep. So that's what we can talk about today. We can talk about this entire strategy that you're following. And you're now in a position where you're actually developing a real online business. Because yeah. you've got this huge following, you've got this traffic source, and you're able to send that traffic to wherever you want, to whichever offer that you're currently promoting. So I've been following you quite closely over the past uh, couple of months or so anyway. But now, since you've, you've had this uh, success with the high-ticket affiliate marketing, in addition to what you're doing on TikTok as well, I really want to know what you're doing and how you're doing it and uh, I'm sure that uh, all the listeners here are going to be you know, really intrigued by what you're doing here and, and how you're making it work so I'm sure that we're going to have a lot to talk about uh, in the episode today but before we get right into all of this social media stuff uh, I'd like to find out a little bit more about you first of all so if you could just start off by just telling us a little bit about uh, where you're from and, and where you grew up. Yeah, no worries. Um, so I am pretty much born and bred in uh, Dorset in the UK. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm 42 now. So apart from um, spending a few years uh, going to university and very, living in a couple of different places, this is my home. Um, I am married with two kids, two young kids. So they're four and seven now. And uh, yeah, just decided to have a go at making some extra money a while back. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of where I am right now. Okay, so you're about the same age as me then. What year did you first get online? Uh, for, for making money online, I did it last year, March 2021. Okay, did you have any experience of being online uh, prior to that? None. None. None at all. Uh, the, the, uh, we're, we're talking a lot about um, TikTok. The fateful TikTok was my first inroad into it. I happened to see an advert on there um, about Amazon FBA. That was that was my first foray into it. It was a um, a freebie course that you could go on and do, which of course led into a paid version. Um, and I genuinely thought I can do this this is fine. I will just follow the course. How difficult can it be? I want to make some extra money rather than sit and watch TV every evening. I wanted to 
do something with my life. Presumably as well, you must have had social media accounts over the years. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose Facebook was my main, or I mean, still is, but it was my main one. It was just keeping in contact with um, friends, family. Uh, When I first um, had um, one, my first child, I connected with a lot of other mums. So there was that support network around, um, which was important to me. And, And so that's what I used it for, that that sort of thing, support networks and just keeping in contact with people I'm friends with and some family members. Okay, so I suppose that the, the question is then, so you had Facebook, you might have uh, dabbled with other uh, social networks over the years. How on earth did you get involved with TikTok, first of all? Sure, surely that's, that's for the kids, that, that's not for people, I guess. TikTok is for the kids. Um, my colleague loves TikTok, so she kind of encouraged me to get on it. I first went on it in the first lockdown, um, just because everyone was, I think, and um, and it's just something, it was mindless scrolling just to get some entertainment. Um, but it never, there was no way on earth I would have ever made a video at that point. No way on earth. Um, but I wouldn't have known what to make a video on either. Um, and then I, I think I got rid of it towards the end of 2020, thinking, oh, what a waste of time, what a waste. And then <laughs> I think there was another lockdown <laughs> and I went, oh, I'm going back on. Uh, I, I need something to just cheer me up a bit. So I went back on. Um, but again, I was there was no intention of creating videos. It was all about consuming and just being entertained by other people. So when did you go back on to TikTok for the, the second time then? Do you know what month that was last year? Well, I'm guessing probably around March because that's when I first signed up for this Amazon FBA thing. So it would have been very early in 2021. Okay, so you had TikTok then in March 2021. And were you then trying to get that Amazon FBA thing to work? Was that something that you you got yourself involved with? Yeah, so I didn't didn't, um, start making videos at that point. Um, I still was just flicking through get and but at that point I think my videos changed from being entertained by people dancing to seeing other people making money so the algorithm decided that very rightly that was something I was interested in so started showing me that sort of thing um, which is great for me because I, I love knowing about all the different things that there are out there so the Amazon FBA um, I followed the course to the letter unfortunately it didn't quite have all the information required in it in order to have success and and I got to the point of actually placing an order with a company in China a warehouse in China and it was about to be shipped out when Amazon told me that they wouldn't accept what was being received but because it didn't have the necessary safety mark on and the company in China wouldn't put it on for me so I, I came to an absolute stop at that point what was the product that you you ordered from China oh it was one of those um fidget popper things for kids I didn't do my research. I didn't do my research and I didn't know that when you order toys, they have to have a safety mark on. I had no idea. But by then I had spent money on the course. I had spent money on um, getting professionals on Fiverr to do wording, photos. I set up a company, a limited company. I had, I had, I had gone all in, all in on Amazon FBA because I genuinely thought I can do this. I can make this work. And if I had had all the information needed, I believe I would have been able to make that work because, you know, tenacity is my thing. So, um, yeah, but it didn't. And, and I at that particular point, it was probably a couple of months into it when it went all horribly wrong. And I realized I wanted to stop doing that. And I wasn't willing to put in the effort to set up a new product at that point. And I had heard about affiliate marketing and I thought I'm going to do that because I don't have to deal with products. Yeah. Do you mind sharing how much money you'd, in, you'd invested into the Amazon FBA? Everything included the, the, the products and, as you said, the, the website and the graphics. and. Well, in the end, yeah, in the end, I didn't have to pay for the products um, because they hadn't shipped to them at that point. But I still had to pay for some sort of shipments and that sort of thing. I probably spent by that stage about a thousand pounds. OK, yeah, that's quite a quite a. A hefty investment, especially because you're 
not just brand new to Amazon, but brand new to to online business in general. Yeah, you know, you've just thrown yourself head first <laughs> yeah. uh, in, into it as well. Why? Why not? Eh? I mean, why not? <laughs> <laughs> that that is a great attitude to have, though, uh, with regards to well, online business or any other business. You know, if you, you're going to get involved with it, then you should go all in. You know, to you know to to really get into it and um, and put everything you've got into it, you know, there's there's no point in going in uh, in in the half measures. But after you'd decided that you weren't going to carry on with the Amazon FBA, at what point then did you decide that you were going to go into affiliate marketing, or, or how did you you come across that side of things? Uh, I think that was probably in around so March, April, around May. 21 um the beloved tiktok had shown me quite a few affiliate marketers by that stage so and a lot of them were legendary marketer ones which i didn't know at the time that's you know one of the biggest things out there so i i think at that point in may i decided to sign up for the seven dollar uh 15 day challenge that they do um and yeah, so that was my first step into affiliate marketing or just learning about what affiliate marketing was. Because at that point, I really didn't know anything, not a thing. It was it was brand new to me. It was completely different from Amazon FBA. And uh, it was, yeah, but it was time to move on to something new. It, it felt like the right time. I'd put my all into the first thing and it hadn't worked, which, you know, it happens. I was disappointed, but it happens. But yeah, that was next step. Um, uh, the uh, legendary marketer yeah I mean this is a, a really amazing story overall because you're the, the perfect example of somebody who's coming into online marketing completely from cold absolutely no experience whatsoever you got involved with Amazon FBA because as, as you mentioned it was like one of the, the first things that, that that you saw being advertised and you thought yeah I'll, I'll have a go at that and then uh, the legendary marketer uh, things started showing quite prominently uh, on TikTok for you as well, uh, which was uh, all about affiliate marketing. And yeah, you, you decided to to throw yourself headfirst into that as well. Uh, what sort of things were they uh, teaching you then in, in these early stages as a, as a brand new affiliate marketer? Um, so it's the it's the very basics, which is is fine. I think the first three days or so, it, it was actually relatively informative. So it was it was videos. Um, showing how to set up, say, a landing page. So if you are promoting uh, a particular product, try and make the landing page fit in with with the branding of the product that you are trying to promote. Uh, there were um, these Zoom calls with um, a representative of the company, um, which to begin with were incredibly positive. It was all, you know, wonderful. We're, we're going to get you there, that kind of thing. Um, and, and, and the thing is, it got me really thinking about what I wanted to achieve um, and what I wanted to promote, because I knew it didn't have to be, you know, promote Legendary Marketer. What else could I could I look at? So it got me thinking about niches. So it, it had its um, benefits. Uh, when I got to the bit where you had to decide whether you wanted to upgrade to the blueprints, which I believe, were, I think they were, are they two and a half thousand dollars, something like that? Um, obviously, I'd already spent a thousand pounds at that point, and I said no. Then I went on to my next affiliate marketing thing, which was um, so in in January of uh, 2021, I decided to go um, eat keto. <laughs> so I went. I was um, working very hard on my health. I was also doing yoga at the time as well, which I've stopped now. But um, but the the keto thing I was very, very passionate about. And I thought to myself, why don't I set up myself so that I could talk about that and try and get people involved in that and maybe sell some affiliate products um, while, while doing that. So that was my next step. <laughs> 
I've had there's quite a few steps between March last year and now, to be honest, a lot of steps. Yeah. So, I mean, going into the, the whole health and wellness side of things, that, that's quite a, a big difference, again, from Amazon FBA to, uh, to the type of online marketing that perhaps programs like Legendary Marketer um, try to teach you about. And then to go into health and wellness, then, which is going to be uh, a lot more to do with, I, I assume, physical products, um, exercise routines and things like that as well. It's quite different. I mean, just to add there, I, I've done yoga as well myself uh, about 10 years ago when I, I followed the, the P90X uh, home workout program. Um, I, I did some yoga hardest thing i've ever done in my life considering, yeah. <laughs> cons- considering all you're doing is standing around and doing a bit of stretching it's it's the hardest thing i've ever done hardest exercise i've ever done in my yeah, life it is hard work <laughs> but I, I loved it but um it eventually got to the stage where i had to decide am i working on my business or am i doing my yoga so yoga went at that point yeah so it, it sounds like you know you've, you've been bouncing around a, a couple of things at this point trying to figure out what it was you actually wanted to do i mean what was what was the goal that you had when you were trying to figure this out i mean what ultimately what did you did you want from all of this online marketing um my goal back then and it's very different now i have to add uh was make a bit of extra money that was as that was as um good as it got make a bit of extra money Okay, so so no real long-term aim that it was just do whatever I need to do to make this extra cash. Yep. And and that was it. Were you were you also working at, at that time as well, or? Hmm. Yeah, I've got a part-time job. I've still got it. It's a nine to five, uh, but three days a week. Um, and then the other two days a week, I look after my now four-year-old. She was three back then, um, until. And I'll be doing that until she goes to school in September this year. So yeah, it's it, it both things are a full time job in fairness. So yeah, had to fit it in. And was the the goal then through the online marketing perhaps to to give that job up and to be able to work at home full time for yourself? Would that have been a consideration then? At that time, that was never the goal. Uh, I wanted something that I could fit in around my job because um, back then I, w- I was very, very happy in the job and um, loved the people I worked with and realised, because I, I realised during the first lockdown I needed to work with people. Um, working from home didn't really suit me particularly, so when we eventually got back in the office it was it was wonderful. So I thought to myself back then, no, I don't want to be um, working from home 100%. And I want to keep the job and do this on the side. And then when, when my daughter goes to uh, school, maybe take those two days rather than work in the day job, you know, start working on this a bit more. That was the original goal. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting uh, observation, actually, because a few years ago, people are trying to get into online marketing in, in whatever capacity. And the goal is always that they want to quit their job. They want to work from home. But I think over the past two years where we've had uh, the pandemic and, and lockdowns, uh, people are having to go on to furlough, there's been a lot more uncertainty about the, the jobs. I think that people have, have really taken them for granted. And actually now having a job and having a stable job is now a lot more attractive than perhaps it was a, a couple of years ago. And I think there, there are some attitude changes there now. Like, like what you said there, that now you're looking for uh, something that you can do around the job, around your family life, rather than something that replaces the nine to five completely. So I think that's quite, quite interesting. That, that was back then. I have to say that <laughs> I have changed my mind on that one as well since. <laughs> um, everything's changed just recently. You decided then that you, you didn't want to do the the keto, the yoga, uh, that side of things then. So where did you go next? How did you then get back into uh, affiliate marketing then? Um, so it was, it was all affiliate marketing, but just a different niche. Um, the, when I, I spotted, a, a pro, I think it was probably on TikTok again, I spotted someone who um, was um, advertising a done-for-you um, product um, called RPM 
Um, so uh, I thought, okay, all you, apparently all you had to do was press a couple of buttons and you, you were set up, ready to go, ready to promote. Um, so I thought, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And it was at that time I then decided to start making TikToks. So that was June in 21. So I, the, the two things were roughly correlated, I believe. Was that something that was in, in that training program there or was this a decision that you came to yourself? There was a little bit about it, but I had already decided to do it. Um, I didn't know what I was doing. I had absolutely no idea. My first video was terrible. Um, yeah, I, tell, I, us a, tell us about that first video then. What, what was it all about? It, it, it was, so when you ask TikTok experts, what should you do? It was the complete opposite of all the things you should do. So it was just me for one minute rambling about myself. My name's Michelle. I do this. Follow my journey. It was boring. It was awful. The sound was terrible. It, it was the worst video in the whole world. But it got hundreds of views. So I, I, I was like, this is easy. <laughs> Why isn't everyone doing this? And so it, it was very much a follow along with my journey kind of TikTok. So that, that was what I wanted to do. Follow my journey as I go through affiliate marketing. Did you do that video before you came up with the low-tech affiliate name, or did that come afterwards? I think that came at the very beginning, because one of the things I had struggled with in, in my limited journey at that point was technology. So even RPM, which is supposedly press a button and it all goes in, as soon as you um, decide to do something a little bit different, or upgrade to, to different things, it just becomes this absolute minefield, absolute minefield of, right, you've now got to do this and you've got to do that with technology and um, you're using um, Builderall, so it's two different sets of technology and I, I I got very confused very early, so I think I named it very early on. I think I started it off as low-tech affiliate. Okay, so you started off as low-tech affiliate even though you weren't necessarily talking about tech-related uh, stuff in the first place no I wasn't I was talking about um, so at one point I ordered a microphone for my phone so that when I did a TikTok it sounded better <laughs> um, but I ordered one with the wrong plugging plug-in socket for my phone so I did one of one TikTok was me just holding up this microphone going what I've got this thing and it's not working and um, you know because I, I felt like what I wanted to do was really show my personality on TikTok um, and not be too boring and have some sort of, I don't know, my sense of humour come out of, God, I'm, I'm rubbish at this stuff. And um, just so that other people, I, I knew I couldn't be the only one struggling with tech. I knew I couldn't be the only one. So I thought, uh, you know, I'll try and engage people by showing them they're not the only ones struggling. So did you continue in that vain then in the early days because because i know that the videos that, that i saw you producing which, which sort of first introduced me to you were you recording these videos in a very distinctive way where it's you know a, a talking head um fast edits from one sentence to the next were you doing that then from the start or did that come a bit later on no, it, it, it's been quite the journey, a learning curve. Um, no, one of the things that I started doing was following people on TikTok who um, knew more than me about how to get good engagement on TikTok. So I learned an awful lot from those people. Um, just, just the odd tip here and there, went onto their Facebook groups and just soaked up as much information as I could. And gradually, and it was gradual, my videos got better and I realized the kind of things that would get um, get engagement um, I uh, learned a very big tip I think this is probably the biggest tip I can give anyone to get a good uh, a good following on TikTok is go and see what um, other people who are in your field are doing well um, find videos that they have done very well um, and not plagiarize it but put your own spin on it so think to yourself how can I put my personality into a similar kind of video um, copy other people's hashtags you know so just it, it is copying what people have done well and that's um, 
that's where a few of my very big videos have come in where, because I have taken what someone else has done very, very well and put my own spin on it. Okay. I think that sort of thing is, is quite encouraged on TikTok anyway because there's, yeah. there's usually some kind of popular a soundtrack or a sound effect or something like that. And then you'll see that people are creating very similar videos of, of, of using that, that same sound effect or, or whatever. So I, I don't think um, plagiarism is, is really su such a, an issue on TikTok like, like it, like it is on other platforms. I, I think the whole thing is, uh, is, is encouraged and it's, it's more a thing of find something that works and then, do your version of it and then hopefully you'll get that that same level of of engagement and and, and a view count and that kind of thing so you mentioned there uh, some of your videos that that got really popular what what's been the most popular video that you've published on tiktok so far um at last count my biggest one so far has had 2.2 million views Wow. Uh, yeah um and that was a video Oh, well, yeah, so <laughs> I published this video. I'd heard about a website where you could talk to people um, from around the world who were trying to learn English. You didn't have to be a teacher, you didn't have to be qualified, but they just wanted to have conversations with people who spoke English as their, um, as their natural language, as the, as the language of their country. Um, and they just wanted to chat to people. And you could earn, I think it was something like $12 an hour, so not a huge amount of money, so I heard about this website, did a video on it, showed how you sign up, and it went, uh, it went mental. Did you come up with the idea for that video then, or was this based on a video that you'd seen somebody else create? No, I had, in fairness, I had seen someone else talk about it, um, but then I, I didn't copy them word for word. I then I showed, I showed the same website, but then I showed different parts of the website, and I tried to just put my own spin on it. Um, but yeah, it, that went a bit crazy. But unfortunately, uh, what happened is that so many people applied that they were rejecting everyone. So I was starting to get complaints <laughs> in my comments. Um, yeah, so uh, sorry to that website because we just, I think that we kind of overwhelmed them a little bit. But it, it got, it got me um, a huge amount of followers. So I'm not, I'm not that sorry. <laughs> Okay, so that was going to be my next question, actually. How quickly then did you go from from zero to the 65,000 followers then? Presumably there must have been a bit of a lull to the beginning, uh, in the beginning. And then when you kind of hit on a style of content which worked, there would have been a spike in followers. Can you just tell us a little bit about uh, that process? Of course. So my first... Um, my first viral video was actually um, completely inspired by myself. I had set up um, a separate TikTok account that uh, where I didn't show my face, but it was it was based on the spirituality niche, and I had started to earn some money from it. So I I had set up a video um, showing exactly how you did it, and that got me from oh, I don't know what did I have something like ten thousand. So, you know, I was I was already relatively successful, but it got me from that to 40,000 instantly, pretty much overnight. Um, so that 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 did me quite well. So I think that by I, I looked at it not long ago, I think within three months of setting up my TikTok, I had 40,000 followers. And within five months, I had 65,000 Wow, that is fast, considering what you said at the start as well, that you're a complete beginner when it came to, to on, online marketing. I learned quickly because I, want, I wanted the success, you know. I, I wanted, um, I suppose I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it because like you said earlier, it's a bit of a kid's game, TikTok, or at least it, it has been up to recently. And I'm, I'm 42, I'm a mum. I'm pretty much the opposite of what TikTok is all about. But the reality is if I can do it, anyone can do it. You just need to know the tips, the tricks, learn from the best, you know, learn from the people who have achieved what you want to achieve and then you can do it. It's not that difficult. I mean, it's time consuming. I have to say, it's, I say it's not that difficult. You've got to put in the work. And sometimes, sometimes I just don't want to film a video. 
but um, you have to be consistent on TikTok. Yeah, so consistency, uh, I think, is is key with with most things when it comes to to social media marketing uh, uh, as well. Now, you found that video that that had the two point two million views. Did you then follow that formula, then that structure of that video, and and did you use that then to create other videos in a a similar style to to help propel that growth? Uh- up until a certain point, yes. Up until a certain point, yeah. Okay, can you tell us a little bit about what those videos are, or the, the style of the video then? Um, yeah, so the ones that have done best for me are ones where you can show people um, that they can earn a bit, a little bit of extra income in their spare time. So it's showing websites that, uh, one of them was um, customer service jobs in the UK. Uh, so it's, it's something you can do from home. It's something you can work around your nine to five. It's something you can work around your kids. Um, and it, it was basically just normal customer service jobs. So it's showing a website that um, that you can sign up to where you can get these customer service jobs. So that kind of thing, where you, the things where you could set up a side hustle around your nine to five, around your daily life and just earn a little bit of extra money. Those were the things that worked very well. Yeah, I I can see how that would work because if we just move away from the online marketing, affiliate marketing industry where a lot of people, your average person on the street isn't going to have a clue what that is. Whereas if if you can show them something that's relatable that they would have at least have some idea about, as you mentioned earlier with uh, the, the language website where you're just having a conversation with somebody and you're getting paid for that. Or if you're setting up... Yeah, exactly. Or if you're setting up a, a customer service uh, type of um, role, then people will will be able to relate to that. They, they'll know what that is. Then I can see how that would be quite appealing to, you know, a, a large audience. And it, it when you put it in that context, it's not really a surprise that, that, that you grew in the way that you did. Uh, in in a, a very short space of time considering you came into the industry completely from cold yes yeah absolutely it's not um i mean i've changed my content and i have to say it doesn't do anywhere near as well but what what we'll talk about a bit later is um i went from having a massive following and no money coming in to um uh, I'm starting to lose followers at the moment because my content is very is a bit more niche. Um, it's not to do with the quick and easy side hustles, but I'm now able to monetize it. So for me, I don't mind the losing of the followers um, because I'm now getting money. Um, I'm getting not just warm leads, hot leads. You know, people coming into my inbox saying, please help me. Um, and that's how I'm able to monetize it. Yeah, so... I mean, we're going to talk about that in in a lot yeah. more detail uh, anyway. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Absolutely, we're not going to leave that stone uh, unturned. <laughs> but um, just to, just to go back uh, to the first type of content that you were creating, the the quick tips, the side hustles. Um, I mean, it, it's quite attractive content. Uh, the the way that you were doing those videos was was really good. I thought it was you know really snappy. Um, you know, showing people how they can make money relatively quickly relatively easy and people obviously liked it because they were following you in their droves but what were the i suppose the struggles that you had with that content then in terms of monetizing it Uh, i didn't i just i didn't know how to i didn't have a clue i was i was trying to work out if i could do some promotions for companies and i did get companies contact me when i got to a certain stage and, and offer me um, but it, it, they were offering me a pittance in fairness to, and I just thought I, I, I had heard about the kinds of money that you can get for, um, uh, for large followings. And I just thought, I don't think I'm valuing myself if I say yes to these people, cause they were small companies and they couldn't really afford, um, what I thought I was worth. So I, I said no to pretty much all of them. Um, and a lot of them go a bit quiet on you as well sometimes, um, you know. So um, I couldn't work out a decent way of monetizing it at all to begin with. 
Do you think that's a problem then that people who try and jump on board the the TikTok gravy train are having then? The, the focus is on on the growth, the you know the the tens of thousands or, or the millions of views, the the huge numbers of followers, but then they have that. But so what? If they're not yeah. making any money from it, what's the point? Exactly, exactly, and and yeah, it was a big struggle. It was a big struggle. I didn't know where to go with it. I knew I had something special, but I had no idea what to do with it. So how did you find out what to do with it? Um, I changed my content. I had had a couple of chats with people who had encouraged me to step away from the low ticket side hustle side of things. Um, and I agreed that it probably wasn't the best route for me to go. I was, I think it was September time that I was looking for the first time at high ticket affiliate marketing. Um, and so I signed up to something and decided I am changing my content 100%. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's, that's where it changed. That's where my content went from cheap and nasty I, I hate I hate to say it but that's, it feels like my content went from cheap and nasty to pure value um, because <laughs> uh, now what I'm showing people is um, how to genuinely create a business um, and that to me is way more valuable than what I was showing before yeah I, I totally agree uh, I, I can imagine there would have been some kind of backlash from your audience on TikTok with that because as you yourself originally wanted to achieve from it right you you just wanted to achieve that a, a bit of extra income a bit of side hustle income not necessarily setting up a business and all of the the responsibilities that that, that go with that so I mean you said that you lost some followers and so so what happened when you started publishing this this uh, you know higher quality content overall um, it, um, yeah, so I think what happened was the, the loss of followers has been very slow, very, very slow. And, and I've still, so right now I've got 67,000. So I'd gone up to up over 67,000 and I've lost a, may, maybe 500 followers. So not a huge amount, you know, it's not taken me right down low. Um, my, the quality of my videos went up. The way I did them is, a, like you say, the talking head thing is, is very much what I do now. Um, I, I try and chuck in some entertaining things now and again, but most of the time it's just me chatting away. Um, but the engagement, the people who started reaching out for me, and by then I had started building a Facebook group as well and trying to channel people into that, that's where it all changed that's where the people coming to me were genuinely interested in they be, slowly they became interest they became the type of people who are interested in building a business and making some serious money and even slower I'm, I'm i've been getting people who are willing to pay money to do that so you know to begin with it was people looking for freebies because that was very much my initial way of doing things was how, how much can we do for free? I think I even did a video that was, you don't need to pay people for this. You can go on YouTube and find out everything yourself. My attitude has changed. My mindset has changed 100% since then. I don't think, well, I think you probably could go on YouTube and find out everything you need, but you'd live to 100 and probably wouldn't know enough. Uh, so you can spend your life doing that if you want, or you can spend a, not even that much money and learn about it quick and get yourself set up and starting to earn that money. So that's where my content changed. It was very much a, you know, forget what I said before, um, I'm right now. Yeah, so when you were, you were publishing the, the side hustle content originally then, were you getting lots of people reaching out to you in, in your inbox asking you for more information on how to do that or, 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 weren't, or weren't they engaging to that level with you then? There were comments about how you set yourself up on these different websites, um, which I answered to the best of my ability. But um, uh, and or ha holding my hand up here, ha holding my hands up completely, a lot of them I hadn't actually 
done myself. Some A lot I had, but a couple of them I hadn't done myself. So although I had um, attempted to join these places, um, I hadn't necessarily been accepted because they, they stopped accepting people. So I wasn't able to answer all the questions. But what, what happened in the comments, it was quite a nice little community actually because um, some people had done what I was showing and they were answering the questions on my behalf. So it was quite quite nice. Um, but on TikTok, you can't DM someone if they are not following you back. So everything was in the comments. Okay, and, and now that your, your content has changed and you've switched that focus now to building a real online business where investment is required, the, the high-ticket affiliate marketing route, are you now getting, well, presumably you're getting fewer comments or fewer people reaching out, but is the overall like quality of that conversation now, has that increased now as, as the, the price invo to get involved has gone up as well? Precisely that, precisely that. It's, um, I'm now getting people in my comments saying, I want to work with you, how can I do that? And I never got that before. Uh, but they are, they are a lot fewer and further be between, but that's fine by me because when they do come, I know that it's high quality. Yeah, so that's a, a huge change then, whereas people were just consuming this content before they, they were clearly enjoying it, they might have been commenting on it, they were watching the videos, but it never re really went any further than that. But now, because your content is a lot more focused, and even though there is a, a higher cost of, uh, cost of involvement there, you're now attracting a higher caliber of of person to you and they're actively reaching out to you and you, you mentioned there that that you can't um contact people on tiktok if if you're not following them so has, has that ever had you know caused any issues when trying to to reach out to um a, an interested person uh, no, so it, uh, generally if someone's reached out to me, in almost all cases they are following me, so I can just follow them back and then we're allowed to message each other directly. Um, but I always filter everyone into my Facebook group because that's where I've got some um, in introductory guides, some videos, some things where people can actually get to know me and find out a little bit more about what I do. So I tend to send people there. Okay, so you're having the conversation with them in TikTok and in, in the DMs and then you're you're giving them a link to your, your Facebook group and then sending them to to that platform. Is, is that what you're doing? That's one way. Um, the other way I'm doing it is within my videos I am um, pointing people towards my bio and in there there's the Facebook group. So that's that's where I get most. So in, in any video I do there is a call to action and in almost all cases it is join my Facebook group. So at the moment then, would you say that all of your leads are coming from TikTok or are you now finding that people are reaching out to you directly from Facebook uh, as well now? Um, I would say 85% are from TikTok and the 15% are from um, Facebook. Okay, because you're in a, a fantastic position now because you've got this huge following on, on TikTok which you're, you're able to to get leads from that platform daily through the, the new content that you're publishing. But because you've got that success on TikTok as well, you can now write about that on Facebook as well, which is going to attract people from that platform to you directly. So you're getting the, the, the best of both worlds at, at the moment. So what, what I, what I, how I put it is, so one of the things that gets us, gets us sales and gets us um, customers, gets us people um, to spend their money with us is to build up your know, like and trust. TikTok is building up your know and like. Facebook group is building up your trust. In my opinion, that's what, how it works. So the more people I can get into the Facebook group, they, they know me already because they've seen... There's a lot of people that reach out to me and seem to think like, you know, we're buddies um, because they've seen me so much on, on TikTok... And that's fine by me because I, I love it. I just think that's that's really warm and comforting. And uh, yeah, great. Treat, treat me as your best mate because that's absolutely brilliant. Um, so yeah, the know and like is, is formed on TikTok and to a point on Facebook. 
But I find that the trust bit is done on Facebook because they're then going, right, you've told me all this stuff, but now I need some proof. Um, and that's that's much more easy to do to provide on Facebook. If you if you've got any advice for somebody who's wanting to embark on this TikTok journey, what would be some of the, the, the best tips that you could give them to perhaps emulate the success that you've had so far? Okay, so my main tip is what I said before. Go and see what the others are doing. Come and see what I'm doing. Copy me. I couldn't care less. Couldn't care less at all. I think I think there's enough there's enough people on TikTok for it not to matter if there's a little bit of overlap. Um, so come and copy me. That's absolutely fine. Um, follow people who um, are doing what you want to do and just consume so just i mean it's it's not the hardest thing in the world sit on sit on tiktok for half an hour every day and but just consume what's working what do you like to see um be quick use movement talk quickly smile that's one thing i'm terrible at i'm very serious in a lot of my videos and i have to remind myself to to do some smiling but that helps um yeah movement so sometimes i just walk around with a camera but dead still, deadpan, dead still doesn't work on TikTok. Keep it short as much as possible. So um, I have never done a video over si uh, 60 seconds. Even though you can, you can do over th uh, up to three minutes. But I've never done anything over 60 seconds. Um, divide your content up. So if you're doing something on Facebook, let's say a long, a long form post, divide it up into three or four bits and do parts on TikTok. So you've got a ton of content there. Oh, there's so there's so many tips. <laughs> there's so many tips I could give, um, which you know this would go on for hours if if um, if I gave you them all. Um, but I I am uh, well. We'll probably talk about it a bit later. But I'm going to be launching. Um, by the time this goes out, I will have launched um, a program specifically for affiliate marketers to replicate what I have done. Yeah, so that was going to be my, my next question anyway. What uh, what are your plans then for the, the remainder of uh, 2022? Um, I'm, I'm, I've got, so the way I have um, made it work, as of the very end of December, I got my first, um, what I'm now calling my VIP um, group, which is people who I'm helping replicate what I have done. Okay, so they are um, building up their Facebook brand, building up their TikToks. Um, I am teaching them what to do within these different platforms. I'm teaching them, um, I'm helping them with their, you know, the way their branding looks, the content that they uh, put out, and we are slowly building them up. So I've got now four people that I'm helping to build up. And yeah, so we're, we're recreating what I have done because... Like you say, I've done it quite quickly um, and and I'm doing it in, you know, I have to chuck my kids in bed and at seven o'clock I come down and I sit here and I work every evening. So I'm not doing it full time. And I just think if I can do it, if you just have that tenacity and just really do it, anyone can do this. So that's what I'm trying to teach people is how to do what I have done. Um, but what I really want to focus on is the TikTok side of things because I think for most affiliate marketers, they, especially when you're starting out, you're going in, you're going and finding people and they're cold leads. But when you do TikTok, there's something about it that people reach out to you and say, I like what you do. I like the way you talk. I'm, I'm very straight talking. I don't fluff things up. I, I don't, I'm very, not subtle about anything I do. And, and that seems to come across very, very well as in, People like the fact that they can trust me. I'm honest. When I make a mistake, I, I say I've made a mistake. Like when I was doing the, the cheap and nasty content, my first, my first um, post when I stopped doing that was, I'm so sorry about what I have done. I'm changing it now because I, I truly know that what I've done is wrong, but I want to change it um, for the better. And, you know, and it worked really well. People like the honesty. But I genuinely, I think... The difference is, at the time, I genuinely thought I was doing the right thing. And, and at any one time, I've only ever thought to myself, I'm doing the right thing here. You know, you, you see the errors of your ways and, and learn. Yeah, I, I, can, I can totally um, relate to that as well. Especially if you didn't really know 
any different at the time, then the only way you can you can improve and and really find what you want to do is by by doing it and 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 finding your own uh, finding your own way there. So, if anybody wants to join you on this journey that you're on now, if anybody wants to build up their own TikTok following, build up their following on Facebook as well, learn how to do all of this stuff, all of the, the videos that are, are getting the engagement, that are attracting the followers, and that they're not only able to do that and just have a, a huge following which is just just for vanity numbers, but are actually able to monetize that following as well and make a significant income every month really make make this worthwhile yeah where is the best place for them to find you um my facebook group well if the, if then if they want to follow me on tiktok they are very welcome so that's still low tech affiliate uh on there but on facebook i have um had a little bit of a rebrand recently so i i, I wanted to call myself something that was wasn't i feel like low tech is almost depressing sounding um, so on Facebook, I've rebranded myself and gone for Team Elevate. So the opposite way, we're going up, we're going upwards. Um, team Elevate, and and but it's it's all going to be, and it is it is already about how you get hot leads into your messenger inbox, um, and and it's help it's going to help hopefully really really help struggling affiliate marketers um, to to get those leads because I think that's where people are, are struggling a lot, but. Yeah, there's a, there's a technique that I've figured out and I think other people should be doing it for sure. Yeah, that sounds brilliant. And, and you're absolutely right there. There are a lot of people who are involved in affiliate marketing, especially on social media, and they're not getting anything from it. So I think if you're able to take people under your wing, show them what you've been doing with, with great success over the past few months, then that's surely going to help a lot of people as well. So I'm going to put the links uh, to your, your TikTok and to your Facebook group in the, the show notes as well. So people are going to have easy access to that if they want to reach out to you. Thank so, you. My pleasure. Right. I think we'll bring things to an end there. Um, thank you so much, uh, Michelle, for coming on the show today. Um, I, I knew you were, you were going to have a lot to share and you haven't disappointed. <laughs> that, that's There's been... more. Should we, should we talk for another hour? Because honestly, I could just keep going. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we could probably do, an, do another episode a bit later in the year because I'm sure six months down the line, you'll have taken things on to the next level again. And I think that would make for a, a really interesting follow-up episode just to see where you're at then. So if, if you want to come on again, I'd be more than happy to uh, to set up another episode. Does that sound all right? It would be an honour, an honour to be with you, yeah. Fantastic. Okay, well, thank you very much for joining me on the episode today. I wish you all of the best uh, with your, your future marketing uh, endeavours and uh, no doubt I'll catch up with you very soon uh, on Facebook. If you enjoy Engage, please show your support at engagersclub.com, our exclusive members-only club with enough content, training, and behind-the-scenes access to keep you going until the next episode. That's engagersclub.com. Also, please rate and review this podcast wherever you download them. Stay engaged. <laughs>